0: College football experts have Arkansas as a very high top 25 team for the 2022 season. Why I root for SEC teams in the national championship. And also a big thank you to all you Locked On listeners. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with the Sonos Arc, the premium smart sound bar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com to learn more. Hope everybody had a wonderful time watching the national championship game, which we will talk about and kind of go into it a little bit more in the next segment. But Georgia gets the victory, national champions for the first time since 1980, and it was pretty pretty much a good game. But the thing is, is whenever these games come to an end and the college football season officially comes to an end, which is extremely sad and disappointing and disheartening because it just seemed like it just started yesterday, and here we are having to wait until... August, once again, for everything to get going in college football. But what comes out, or at least what follows most of these ending of the seasons, is college football experts, analysts, writers, journalists, whoever, releasing their way too early top 25 for the 2022 season. Now, it's not surprising to see people do this because it's just another thing to throw out content, to start discussions. And for idiots like me on a podcast like this, to be able to bring them up and discuss them and everything like that. And while I've seen a few of them. And again, not everybody's the same. People have different uh, ideas of who's going to be in the top 25. And it's not really that big of a deal to get all really up in arms about. But the thing is, is that when I started seeing some of these rankings, I would have said that there's a possibility for Arkansas to for sure be in the top 25, like maybe 21, 22, because they have a they have good things going. They proved this past season that they can win and compete at a high level. So it's not surprising to see people thinking that Arkansas can build upon that next year and possibly be a borderline top 25 team, or at least be in the mix for a top 20 ranking. I'm not surprised by that, but what I am surprised by is the amount of people that not only have Arkansas in their top 25, but in some cases having Arkansas in their top 10. We alluded a little bit to this yesterday, but I'm bringing it back up because I saw even more rankings that came out with Arkansas being a top 10 team. Now consider the sources of all of these people. Cause some, some of them you may be like, Oh, they're just trolling. They're just trying to get attention, whatever it may be. But it's legitimate regardless they got blue check marks next to their name so you know they're for real and you know they're super serial about their college football analysis but joel clatt was the guy that originally had arkansas as the number seven team in the country and when i saw that i was like dude you're nuts i'm gonna try to get him on the podcast to talk more about it but I was like where are you basing this off of like where are you getting it why Maybe he's just, you know, doing something crazy where he's like, I'm going to pull this out of my hat and throw it out and see what sticks. See if anybody has a really big reaction to it. So it's like, okay, I get that, whatever. But then RJ Young of foxsports.com and a guy that's, uh, you know, he's known for having some pretty interesting takes, but I have no reason to believe that he's not a respectable college football expert, if you will. He comes out with his way too early top 25 for 2022. He's got Bama at one. Going out on a limb. Ohio State at two. All right. him at three. We'll see. They got a lot of talent, but uh, they got to finish that way. Georgia at four. Hey, defending national champions. You won that. Michigan five. Okay. I mean, they got some key pieces returning. Got some guys that are leaving too, but they proved that they can win. Arkansas at six. The Arkansas Razorbacks football team at six in the nation. Not in the SEC, in the nation. In front of Baylor, Notre Dame, Utah, Michigan State, Ole Miss, Clemson, Cincinnati, Wake Forest, Houston, Oklahoma State, BYU, Iowa, Oregon, Kentucky, Purdue, Oklahoma, Texas, USC. What? What? The number six team in the country for 2022. That's a higher ranking than Arkansas had this year. They were, the highest they got was eight. And Joel Klein, and RJ Young have Arkansas higher than that heading into next season. Arkansas hasn't been ranked number six in the country since Petrina was there. They finished the 2011 season number five. You're telling me that heading into the year, heading into the season, that the Arkansas Razorbacks, you rank them as number six. It's one thing if you see one person do it. It's another thing when you see two people do it. And it's quite something else when you see three people do it. Waiting on that third one to see if anybody actually ranks Arkansas legitimately in the top ten. Brett McMurphy had him at number fifteen. I think Brandon Marcello had him at number twenty-one. So there are some out there, and who knows? Maybe there's going to be one out there I don't even know about just yet that has Arkansas at the top ten. But I look at this and I'm like, "What are we? What are we doing here? Like, why is this rat poison? Is this what Nick Saban talks about with rat poison? You're just you're just throwing out these things to get a lot of pressure put on players and coaches." And it's going to end up being poisonous. Is this what this is? Maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of liking it, though, because it's just been so long since you've been able to talk about in this way. But here's my thing. When I start to try to figure out why, why are you ranking Arkansas this high? Why are people who are legitimately plugged into the college football landscape ranking Arkansas as a top 10 team in football next year? And as much as it is a weird concept to try to grasp and weird to even discuss because of what just happened a couple of years ago and how bad Arkansas was, here's where I'm at least understanding a little bit of where they're coming from and why I may think that Arkansas could potentially, on paper, be viewed as a top 10 team in college football next year. Number one, you got KJ Jefferson. K.J. Jefferson, an experienced, talented, awesome SEC quarterback. He's going to enter into the season as the second-best quarterback in the SEC behind Bryce Young. If anybody ranks anybody else above him, they are dead wrong and they're idiots because I know it's going to happen. Looking at you, South Carolina people, Spencer Rattler, stop. K.J. Jefferson is the second-best quarterback in the SEC next year. And because of being in the SEC, if you're the second-best quarterback in the SEC, in a lot of cases – your top five quarterback in the country. And I'm asking this legitimately, folks. Just off the top of your head, can you name five quarterbacks in college football heading into next year that's better than K.J. Jefferson? I know some people will try. Some people will make arguments. But I don't think so. I don't think that there is five legitimate quarterbacks that are ranked above K.J. Jefferson heading into the 2022 season. I don't know where I'll rank him. I don't want to get into that just yet. But the point is, is that you have someone like him that is a phenomenal athlete, big time playmaker. And that alone is what gets you really far in football in general, not just college football, but just in football. So if you have one of the top five quarterbacks in the country, you're going to have, or at least be viewed as one of the top 10 teams in the country based solely on that. Heading into the season, I mean, look at what North Carolina, look how many people ranked them so high last year. Because they thought that their quarterback was one of the top five quarterbacks in the country. They didn't finish that way, but they ranked them that high. It's the same thing with Arkansas. And the fact that you have really good, legitimate, young, energized, talented running backs behind them with Dominic Johnson and Rocket Sanders, as well as A.J. Green. A lot of big playmakers there. You have an experienced offensive line. Returning four or five starters on the offensive line. I mean, that can be a quarterback's best friend, right? I think so. Now, defensively, we all know the things that they're going to go through and all the transitions and adjustments they're going to have to make for that too. But the point is, is that Arkansas being viewed as a top 10 team, I think it's crazy just because it seems so unreal. You may think it's crazy because it just doesn't look right. You see, yeah, Bama. Ohio State, A&M, Michigan, Arkansas. Like, yeah, that's a little weird to see just in that list. But to the people who follow college football and the people who know this game and have no bias towards any particular team or player or coach, at least they're not supposed to, to have Arkansas as a top 10 team, I'm going to start listening a little bit. I'm going to start wondering. I'm going to start thinking that, hey, maybe, just maybe, this Razorback football team can be top 10. Maybe, just maybe, with the schedule next year, they can finish in the top 10. And maybe, just maybe, if they do finish in the top 10, I will crap my pants. It's a good feeling, right? Something I'll take all day long. We'll talk about the national championship game from last night, but you know I'm telling you about GetUpside, that app. Listen, we all fill up our tanks with gas, right? It's getting expensive too. It's been expensive for a while. It's not as good as what it used to be, but still pretty expensive. So you got to save money when you can. But luckily for you, Get Upside can help you out with that right now. If you download their app and use promo code SCORE, you get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. So that is up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay the full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE. Get up for 50, per, 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first hand. So some of you who drive a lot, listening to this podcast all the time, you can make as much as $200 or $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. It gets right back, added back to your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, however you want to do it. So just download the free Upside app and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank of gas using GetUpside. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so The national championship game happened last night, and the Georgia Bulldogs are your national champions. Uh, They were able to win the rematch against Alabama and win their first national title since 1980. And that is now the sixth, I think I was doing my math right, the sixth SEC team since the BCS uh, Bowl era started to win a national championship. You have, of course, Alabama, Auburn, and LSU from the West, and you have Florida tennessee and now georgia from the east so six of the 14 teams to win a national championship out of the sec in fact those are the only six teams that's even played for a national championship uh from the sec as well so i'm happy for georgia uh i i think that the, i'm friends at least i'm friends with some people that are georgia media members there and um the fans were the students were horrible but the fans were pretty nice in my experience there in athens school city it's a school that should have been winning championships much before this year, because uh, they just have all the amenities and all the talent you could possibly want to be really good at football. But they get it done, and it's it's great. It's great for them, and I'm proud of uh, you know my friends that went to Georgia and were fans and all those things too. So it's pretty awesome. But the uh, the fact is that last night, since it was an SEC and all SEC national championship game, uh, people were talking about some stats they were throwing out, like the sec has appeared in i think it's like 18 of the last no it's not What wasn't 18 it was like i think it was 15 of the last 16 national championship games have appeared in them and because of the times where two sec teams met in the title game three different times kind of makes up for it so essentially over the past 15 years the sec is averaging more than one team in the national championship game based on that how stupid it is but uh it's all we all know the sec is the best in college football and probably in all sports and everything and it started this discussion about you know rooting for the sec if you are a team that's not in the you're not in the national championship game like as an arkansas fan do you root for the sec in national championship games now in this case you didn't have a choice if you root for somebody root for the sec but uh, and same thing with like bowl games and things like that. So there's a lot of people that wonder what this is. You know, you start the chant SEC, SEC, when, uh, whenever you beat a team from a different conference and all of that things too. So people have just wondered why and people have come after me about it because I'm one of those that actually root for the SEC. But let me clarify in the means and in the way that I actually root for the SEC. Missouri is playing army in a bowl game. I'm not rooting for Missouri. All right. If you got Kentucky playing whoever, probably not rooting for Kentucky. If you got Texas A&M playing in a bowl game, if they ever do again, unless they opt out for COVID. I'm not going to be rooting for them. I didn't root for LSU against Kansas state. I didn't root for those teams. I don't root for them just for the sake of rooting for them because they're in the SEC. But what I do do is that if you have at the highest level in the national championship game, Alabama versus Ohio State, guess who I'm rooting for? Bama. If it's Alabama or Oklahoma, guess who I'm rooting for? Bama. If it's LSU and Clemson, guess who I'm rooting for? LSU. Now, some of you may not agree with that and that's fine you can come after me and say how much you hate it and despise it and it's the worst thing ever that's fine do whichever you need to do but i'm just telling you that in the biggest and best events at the highest level i'm rooting for the sec because at least when the sec wins it's something that you can have some sort of connection to that you can at least say hey we get some piece of that whether it's the money whether it's the attention, whether it's the glory, whatever it is. It's nice to have that to where you feel like you're a piece of it. Now, the SEC's got flaws. We all know what the officiating and all the things that went on with that. Don't need to get into all of that. But there is an element of enjoyment that can come along with being able to be a part of the conference that is the creme de la creme, the king of all conferences, where, yeah, inside the conference, there's issues. But outside the conference, you're going to get the benefit of the doubt. You're going to get the glory. You're going to get the attention. You're going to get the money. You're going to get all the things that come along with it. You know, it kind of reminds me of like and of being in a fraternity. Like inside your own fraternity, yeah, there's strife. There's problems. There's fights. There's guys you don't like. There's guys you do like. There's guys that are trying to steal your girl. There's guys that you found out, you know, put saran wrap on your toilet seat when you sat down to take a dump. And then they, you, you were like, Oh gosh, like, yeah, there's stuff and shenanigans going on that don't exactly make you feel great inside your fraternity, but outside your fraternity, you don't let anybody mess with your guys. That's your fraternity. You know, it's kind of like saying it from the old animal house. You know, they, they can't mess with They can't do that to our pledges. Only we can do that to our pledges. It's kind of the same thing. You can't beat up on the SEC. Only we can beat up on the SEC. You can't beat Bama. Only we can beat Bama. Even though that never happens. But you get my point, is that there's just a feeling of with the money, with the connection, with the attention, with the greatness, with the glory that comes along with it. You're in that realm to where if you're able to win the SEC, you don't have to worry about the possibility of you getting left out of the college football playoff. You don't have to worry about you not getting a high enough ranking. If you're undefeated in the SEC, you're the number one team in the country. Plain and simple. And you want to have that to be able to use and to utilize at some point in time. Because, you know, if you go undefeated in the Pac-12, is anybody ranking you number one? No. In fact, I always like to use this example with the current uh, format. If of the Power Five conferences, if all five had one team go undefeated in the respective conference, only four teams get into the uh, college football playoff. Who are they leaving out? I guess it would depend, but I know who I can tell you who they're not going to leave out. The SEC team. Absolutely not. I like having that feeling to where I'm protected. I'm going to get, I'm going to be all right if my team is the best in this conference. And I want everyone to know out there and the Big Ten in the ACC and in the Pac-12 and the Big 12 and wherever that this conference is different. We do things differently. We don't hold on to the past. We're living in the now, and that's why this conference is winning championships like crazy. Of course, it's mainly Alabama but LSU, Auburn, and now Georgia have helped out. How many other of you conferences have had multiple teams win national championships over the past 30 years? I mean, Texas and Oklahoma, that's two from the Big 12. What about the ACC? Florida State and Clemson, that's two. I guess Miami now, but they were technically in the Big East back then, so I guess you couldn't count it, but still. I guess you count their titles, so three. Multiple teams have won national titles in other conferences, but the SEC has the most. I want to be a part of the best. I want to play with the best and I want to get the best benefits. And whether we like it or not, being in the SEC helps out a lot. People are thinking, well, I remember when people were saying, ah, hey, you should go to the Big 12, Arkansas? <laughs> you, should, yeah, I don't know. you should go kick rocks, That's what I should say. It's amazing how things change over a year. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, write down your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on, on wager on all your favorite sports. So head over down over to betonline.ag where the game starts. <laughs> Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so in the final segment here of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, I wanted to shift gears because I, I I wanted to do this yesterday, but there were so many things to talk about, we didn't really have time. So I wanted to utilize uh, this segment to say thank you to all of you who listen to this podcast and download and subscribe on Apple or Google or Stitcher or Spotify. And now, of course, on our YouTube page, which we do videos for this every single day that we do the podcast. Just thank you. Uh, because uh, at the end of the year, well, I always like to do a kind of a recap and looking at all the statistics and, and analysis and, and everything of podcasts, this podcast at least, and not my podcast, the downloads and the subscriptions and all those things. And I got a report back that based on tweets based on downloads based on subscriptions based on interactions based on all of that the locked on Razorbacks podcast is the number one Razorbacks podcast in the world I'm not kidding the number one Razorback podcast in the world I cannot thank you enough for that like I know that there are like radio shows that put out podcasts and there's like one week per week podcast type things. But as far as daily podcasts go and in the format that we do it, I think that that's really what's been extremely beneficial to all of you into making it to where it's a daily thing. And I just, when I saw the numbers and I saw the growth and I saw all the things that came along with it, I, I was just, I was floored. I was absolutely floored. And I cannot say thank you enough. I, I just, I enjoy doing this stuff. I enjoy being able to talk Razorback sports with all of you and I enjoy being able to just, you know, cut up and have fun. And that's cause that's what it needs to be about. This needs to be fun, it needs to be entertaining. It needs to be informative, but also it needs to be something that not only I enjoy, but you enjoy as well. And I think that if I'm enjoying it, hopefully you guys are enjoying it as well. And all the content that we put out. So it was just, it's just awesome. It's awesome that it has been able to grow into this and obviously the the different things that we've been able to do and to have different, not even just guest on, but just talking and talking about all the fun stuff that come along with uh, with Razorback Sports. It, it's just great. So we've been trying to do new things and and come up with new different ideas and stuff. And again, it's probably going to be a lot more stuff involved in 2022 and and trying to you know continue to grow the way we have been. But uh, I just wanted to use this time because I don't do it enough to say thank you the number one raise your back podcast in the world. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like that is awesome, guys. That is so much. That is so great. And I, I can't tell you how much I, I appreciate it. And so if you haven't subscribed on YouTube, be sure to do so, because that's our, kind of our newest venture. And I kind of like doing it. Not that I like being on camera or anything like that. It's just kind of my ugly mug on there. I have to make sure I shower before I do the podcast and everything. I guess I don't have to, but kind of just seems right to do that uh but yeah subscribe there too and because that's another way to another avenue to be able to to grow and when i have guests on you can see them in person as well which we've already done a few of those too so uh but again just thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for uh for making this podcast the number one razorbacks podcast in the world that's just i can't tell you how awesome that is so let's keep it going and let's make 2022 even better let's make it to where can't say Razorback basketball can really do well because they're not doing well, but maybe they can turn around. But Razorback baseball, let's go to the World Series, baby. Let's talk about that top 10 ranking heading into football season of 2022. Let's have fun. Let's keep it going. Let's enjoy it. And let's just have fun on the ride that is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe, not only on Apple and on Google Play, but also on YouTube. You can get after me on Twitter at Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you.